clearly we're going through a purge uh, or a contraction of energy, probably for a variety of reasons, none of which I looked up. The Schumann resonance, I think somebody mentioned, was spiking or doing something um, interesting. And um, so the EMF fields of Earth are impacting the EMF fields of our consciousness or troidal field as well. We have uh, a collective that is... It's funny, I'm looking at this lake in front of us and I'm seeing it's a little bit more spectacular than than what I'm about to describe, but essentially you, I can see a pattern sitting still and then I can see the waves rolling through that pattern as though there's like two realities. Now, I'm not saying there's two realities, it's just whatever it is, I'm sure people see that. If they look for it, it's uh, sort of just the type of activity in the water, but it just reminded me that, I mean, there are two realities here. There's one that is doing its best to drag us into fear, to drag our vibe down. There's also the EMF uh, electromagnetic frequencies or field patterns that are impacting us. But we have these, you know, the fear paradigm and the sort of freedom paradigm, um, and they're diverging. And as we move further apart, as we diverge, we go through these uh, times where we have to release negativity that is part of or attracted to magnetically, let's say attracted to the fear timeline or fear um, energies or fear spectrum, the other reality, the 3D type of thing. We have to let that go so we can leave it behind. So if you picture, you know, that sort of why, picture a why and it's, and you're at the sort of the, the uh, part where the why is diverging, um, or the V, the bottom of the V, we can't be in both. So we're leaving low frequency uh, to diverge away from us. Whatever we are attached to, whatever we resonate to, or whatever we're holding in our core that is uh, in harmony with the low frequency has to be released. So it's coming up into our light of consciousness. You don't want to anchor to it. You want to let it sit there, let it just be there, and uh, allow the light of your consciousness to... Um, Stay in balance, even if you don't feel good. Just don't attach to the to the to the words, the thoughts, the, you know, the whatever it is that it's spinning up. It's attaching to something in the outside world. For me, I got hit with. Hopefully, I don't forget where I'm at. But I got hit with um, somebody who works for um, this sort of camp, free campsite, um, provincial. That you know, there's a new rule of no camping here, and. Uh, you know, and it's it's just, you know, it, it just sort of blows my mind because, you know, I'm still here and I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just going to sit in there now, but there's nowhere else to go. I mean, Walmart doesn't let you stay there. Uh, nobody lets you stay there. The government has had many campgrounds closed because of COVID. And great logic, let's shove everybody into closed quarter housing or apartments or whatever the hell it is, get them out of the fresh air, get them out of the, out of nature and corral them into, um, safer environment where everybody shares the air. You know what I mean? Just anyway. So I'm not sure what happens, but it triggered me because once again, I hit a roadblock and I don't know where to go, what to do, how to do it, where to start. And we're in a point in time where I don't see a lot of opportunity or uh, an interest in starting anything because uh, I know what's coming this year. There's a lot of changes to come this year. Nothing will be the same by the end of the year. A lot of uprisings. I mean, what is exactly what I, why would I begin something now? Um, unless I was passionately guided or I, you know, I needed to make a change, 
and and then I would do it if I'm guided that way. Okay, so I don't know what's going to happen, but it triggered all those feelings again, like uh, that sort of powerlessness. The dark has all of this influence um, and crap, but I'm just I'm sitting with it. But the trigger just came up out of the blue. I mean, I could get into it a little bit more, but it was designed for us to hear. Because, I mean, we're at a point in time where a lot of people are pulling their campers in to stay overnight because there's, uh, I don't know, Victoria Day or something like that. Let's celebrate the Queen. Good God, it's the last thing I would celebrate. So um, so why why stop and say, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's that sort of, um, the person was friendly and everything. I mean, we had a good conversation, but that's not the point. The point is that uh, all it did was throw my state of being into a state of, um, well, potentially like fear for a minute. It wasn't really fear. It wasn't fear. It was exasperation and tiredness uh, kind of thing. Anyway, so that was mine. So I don't know what yours is, but I was I was saying to Adina, you know, I, I'm not the only one. We're not the only one that are going to face these triggers because I've been feeling it. We're, we're, we've come through this curve or shift of identityless, uh, the sort of fearlessness, tired, worn out, just want everything to do whatever it's going to do, not really captivated by the drama of it all anymore, don't give a shit. We know it'll work out, and it's just too much energy to pay attention to the details between now and then, unless you're forced to pay attention to them, which is what happened. So what is knocking on your door? Um, whatever it is, allow it to be there, don't attach to it. Because, I mean, that this is that sort of darker paradigm doing everything it can from every avenue, whether it's something along the lines of, uh, like, for example, people who leave links on the YouTube channel and I'm constantly saying, well, like, I can't click the link in uh, the YouTube creator program on the app that I use on the tablet, which is made by YouTube. So it's another example of uh, slowing down communication. For example, the shadow banning, the not being able to click on links or just a slew of little things designed to slow the communication of information, of certain information. And it's just one of millions, it seems, of tactics used to weigh down those who are not in alignment with the fear, globalism, global communism type of paradigm. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. And I, we don't need to talk about that. And, you know, it's funny. I used to sort of write this stuff off as coincidental, but it isn't. Every avenue that could possibly be used to put people under the thumb, in control, manipulated, um, powerless, again, ideological subversion, demoralization, to the point where, you know, I mean, here in Canada, even if you wanted to get into social housing, you have a five-year waiting list from coast to coast, you know, unless you know, there's some sort of drastic situation, I suppose. But um, I'm aware of that because I know a lot of people that ended up having to go into it. When you, and what am I getting at here? When you are looking at, yeah, I don't, I'm trying to get to a point here and, I'm, and I've lost it. And it has to do with the, the sort of hardcore communist. Oh yeah, this is what it is. Is then all of a sudden, because we get letters or things that come out saying, well, if you agree with the way the government is handling certain things and you can have access to whatever it is, not to mention the speeches that came out uh, by the leader of Canada, saying entrepreneurs, again, I mentioned before, are sort of uh, hurting Canada and what we need is more social housing, which was never built anyway. Same with the COVID relief. Uh, here it is, except there'll always be something somewhere that makes it very difficult to qualify. 
and it'll be very discriminatory. Certain groups will get it, certain groups won't. And it's just every avenue has been made that much more difficult for certain groups, certain people. And it's going to backfire and turn into uprisings all over the world. But anyway, if that is what is sort of I've been facing all along, is this sort of disempowerment, demoralization, um, having sort of no next step. And I, mem- I remember talking about it quite a bit on this journey in the beginning because I, you know, we were so far away from now, what we're seeing physically evolve or manifest now, that I wasn't sure how it was all going to play out. I knew it was all going to change. I didn't know what it would look like exactly. I mean, we go along, it's all new to all of us. Um, and I certainly didn't have any idea of what, you know, some of these catalysts were or when that they would even arrive. I just knew that we were in this massive divergence and or reality split. And uh, I wanted to stay with it, heal, stay in the high vibe and let go of the past and uh, and move away from everything that I could no longer resonate with. I couldn't work. It was the one thing that it, I took with me when I first woke up was the fact that I didn't fit into that reality anymore. And there was nobody in that reality that wanted any input from me because my stuff, my ideas and the things that I did were for the benefit of a collective, of a whole, of people in general. They weren't... Uh, the kind of ideas that were supported by those who were always in competition and worried about what everybody else was doing. Um, they were interested in sustaining the old boys clubs, the old systems, and they had no intention on having a radical come in and disturb what worked so well for them. So it was just a relationship that could never come back together. It was breaking up for the longest time. So taking that on the road, what I felt was there was nowhere to go. All I could do is just keep on the road trip. I was given that insight. Hit the road. It's going to be a long road trip. You're going to say goodbye to everything and everyone. You're going to leave everything behind. And then eventually you're going to end up in Australia. You have a sort of be on a small organic farm. And uh, and there's a lot of 5D things that I could potentially be doing. And I'm saying this so you can think about it too. I could go back into product development, but for... Um, you know, products, healing products, and uh, things you grow in an organic farm like medicine or something. Assuming we're in a in an environment, because in Australia, the big pharma was trying to crush, and we've seen all kinds of naturopathic-type doctors, naturopath doctors or whatever, murdered one every month for the longest time. Um, but big pharma lost the case in Australia. And so, I mean, where did the hell do they think they get their medicine anyway? You know what I mean? It comes from nature. I mean, there's some chemistry to it, but I mean, that's where it comes from. Um, so it could be product development. It could be healing. And I've mentioned these things before. It could be teaching. It could be uh, sort of entrepreneurial stuff. Whatever it is, it's going to be something I enjoy doing. But currently on the table right now, there are no opportunities. And if there were, I would run into them when the time is right. But I guess the time is still about purging and healing. Very hard to function and operate if you're on this purging expansion and contraction of energy where your emotions are sort of being squeezed uh, and then released. So you're in this very high vibe. I'm good, excellent. I've been here for such a long time that uh, I guess I'm done healing. And then you're just wiped off your feet. A trigger comes. You're reliving the experience that this whole 5D thing is unresolved. And the only way it can resolve is through seemingly magic 
uh, variables for magic to happen. A miracle must happen. And then you start to question, well, what am I doing? You know what I mean? You're dropping back into a frequency where higher awareness isn't what it used to be. And so now you're looking at how to solve all of the variables that are unsolvable because you're in the problem timelines. You're in 3D again. Recognizing this, we can sit with the horror show that is the contraction. We can understand that what we're doing is healing stuff that isn't directly related to the purge or the, sorry, the trigger or the things that are disturbing us and dragging us down. That we're essentially, we're attaching this generic fear within that built up over, say, centuries or even early in this lifetime, if you're not into the past life stuff, and it's attaching to something that is happening. So essentially what we're doing is learning to balance that out. So we're sitting with it until we get, I believe, into the sort of hardcore divergence of this. Because as we diverge, we have to continue to let go of the lower frequencies. And that determines how much uh, of a jump we're going to make as we move through this entire process. How high up into frequency or vibrational frequency or frequency of consciousness um, that we can achieve, just how much are we willing to stay in the now and the unknown and sit with the fear and allow it to heal? It's not about, um, we can't gauge ourselves by not having fear. We can gauge ourselves by not triggering or not allowing ourselves to be overwhelmed by it, by being able to sit with it, by staying in the now. Because life is going to be filled with challenges and it's going to be filled with things that help us grow. And we will continue to move forward and we will continue to be challenged and we will continue to raise our frequency into higher and higher levels of awareness over millions of years. And it's going to take experiences because experiences are what expand consciousness and experiences come with the unknown. So essentially what we're doing is the very beginning for a lot of us is learning to live in the unknown because that is the future of that is 5D. It's the unknown because that is where we are connected to everything. Anything else that is about um, trying to hold control is all 3D. It's all sort of a fear-based control, separation, uh, competition type of a system. Um, there was a comment a little earlier about, you know, um, planning, and and it's perfect. It's perfectly fine to plan. It's just better not to attach to the outcome of it. In other words, if I'm going to have to plan at some point to have a home, because, I mean, it's just getting to be a big pain in the ass, uh, it, certainly this year, to be able to function. Um, I even called uh, Strathmore, Alberta, to find out, you know, well, what would one do? And there's no answer. There is no social housing. Certainly not going to be able to rent a place. You got a job? No. Well, <laughs> I'm not renting to you because currently the rules are I don't get to collect from you if you don't pay. So there's not going to be a place to rent. So I really do have to live in the van, and that's being made more difficult by a system that wants nobody uh, to be sort of having that kind of freedom right now because the pressure's on it's going to continue even though i understand that apparently they're going to be opening parks up a little bit more um that would be the sort of more expensive government parks is about 45 or 40 a night which is just you know you might as well look for some sort of motel that's in that's struggling and trying to negotiate a, a monthly rate anyway we're in it it's a purge if you're feeling that energy it might be you might have started a little earlier you might start it a little later so keep it in mind if this isn't fitting you right now i'm in it and I'm sitting with it, and I'm aware that I have no control. There is no next move to make. I'm at the mercy, in a sense, of spirit. But I'm also aware that spirit is the collective, that the influence of spirit is the higher self collective that permeates our galaxy, that it's, you know, we're the ones, we're the consciousness that are determining what things look like. And we've all decided to diverge because it's also the nature of physics. You can't 
hold frequencies in disharmony when they get to a certain diminishing re uh, return point you just can't hold it together and so it is diverging and it's just a natural uh it's just physics that's been designed it's a product of our consciousness and so it's a free choice uh physics system by that we've decided to live by these rules and as we move our frequency up we'll find we'll have more control over that phys physics um like those dreams i'm having where we can sort of be able to control gravity within our own systems but i'm sure that's many many years now who knows where that is i i know that we're what were what these dreams were about were past life memories that i was uh embodying in this dream now and i suppose it's just helping me to connect let's say with an, an akashic memory or a memory of um higher vibrational days or something like that I don't get too deep into that. There's some great specialist experts and people who understand all that. The only thing I know about getting into the Akashic record is to visualize yourself in your own records and maybe, you know, you'll have an experience doing that. Other than that, I take my my access or I um, access my past by doing things and allowing inspiration, epiphany and skills to come through. And I access it like that, and by affirmation, by claiming certain things to be healthy or whatever the case is, just to state what it is I want. Uh, because we have access to all the past lives, so trying to pull together my body uh, to crave the right food for what I need, to heal, to do whatever it is that I need to do. So I access it more in that way. We all do it differently. It's a very intense time. I guess what I'm expecting um, is everything that I've said it plays out in its own way, but I've seen and I've been aware of protests in France for a very long time, things that happen in Europe, things that happen around the globe. We've, we saw uprisings all over the different places, uh, the spring, what do they call it? Spring, Arab spring. We've seen a lot of things happen, but we've also seen that, uh, they take forever. Look at France. It's still imploding. What over a year, year and a half, two years, something like that on fire, all kinds of stuff. And yet, you know, the idiot is still at the helm. And so what I'm expecting, we're not going to, we're not going to go through that. This whole thing blows up in an explosion and topples over uh, hardcore systems very quickly. So there must be, and there is uh, a catalyst or an exposure of truth and unveiling of truth that is so powerful that, you know, it's like a shocking cartoon moment where you're standing uh, no longer on the cliff's edge, you're, you're in the air. You know what I mean? And, you, and you're starting to scramble to get back on the cliff. That kind of feeling. It's just going to be that kind. That's the only thing that will work. I'm just blown away by what it does take for people to, to, to sort of take back control of their communities. I mean, holy shit, really? We have people that are being directed by other people who are no, not even part of a country. And it doesn't matter who they are. I mean, in our case, we have Castro's son, not kidding a lot of people understand that castro's actual son runs canada and that's mind-blowing and that doesn't matter or all of the allegations and the crimes and the things that that leader has been caught for and that doesn't matter all the spending of millions of dollars on his own properties all of the discrimination all of the bullshit all of the all of the crimes doesn't matter because the rules have been put into place to protect including the control of the media to protect these people but it's going to matter. It's all going to come uh, full circle here, one way or the other, and people rise up for it. So I guess the way I'm looking at this is we have 2020, the summer of 2020. By the end of the summer, where I have to find a place to stay warm with my family, 
Um, I expect everything is probably um, imploded, exploded in sort of upheavals, uprisings, and uh, we will we will either be moving into some kind of um, something, I don't know, in Alberta, because BC seems really, really brainwashed. It's just mind-blowing how many people buy into the fucking bullshit over there. And that's making me not want to go back to BC. In Alberta, all kinds of people are awake. They get it. Um, They don't want to play ball with Ottawa. And they're doing everything they can, I believe, to sort of break free from it. But again, stuck with the same rules that protect the same criminals. So there'll be probably some big uprisings in Alberta. And I and I don't know what happens after that. But I, you know, again, not planning. I'm not thinking ahead because there's no ahead. There's only now. And right now I'm in front of a beautiful lake. It's nice weather outside. I could be told to leave at any moment and there's nowhere to go. So I'm expecting that I'll be guided by higher self. Maybe I won't even be seen here. Maybe nobody will knock on the door. And maybe we'll be here for quite a while. We don't know. And you don't know. You don't know what's coming either. So... It's a very good time to get in alignment with your now and not being afraid of tomorrow, not being afraid whether you made the right decision based on something that you wanted to do, um, understanding that things will come together and you really can't make a mistake in the timelines or paradigm or the the frequencies that are higher vibe. You won't make a mistake. You'll be guided, you'll be bumped, you'll be swayed, you'll be influenced, you'll be synchronized. There'll be a coincidence that will happen. Even if you make the move, it's still not too late because time is irrelevant. It's a frequency, past, present, and future. There's been lots of people reporting, hey, I'm walking up a trail and I saw people walk by and then you know, X amount of time passes and the same people walk by or somebody else about a motorbike and there's other people talking about it. And I saw it in Mexico, walk by a, a, this interesting house, these people outside, they had the tables outside, they're doing their thing, walk by it, walk down the block, took a left, walked up the block, took another left to go back to where we were staying and there's the same people on another corner we had entire we had shifted somehow the whole neighborhood shifted we were in a different version of progresso mexico and we saw other things like that things shift and things align and they line up it's multidimensional we don't have to worry about making mistakes we just have to sit with the nightmare that is 3d when it crops up triggers us to uh contract our energy to release essentially it's part of expanding your consciousness so whenever you're going through a, um, a purge, you're shifting frequency, obviously. The purge itself seems to drop us down into the fearful sort of timelines in the moment. Um, it's like uh, squeezing a sponge in the water out of it kind of thing. And as you're being squeezed, you're seemingly you're in that lower frequency. But I think somehow we're protected as well. Uh, during that time and then when the sponge releases you've expanded and you've moved into higher timelines and we seem to this is why it's catching us off guard in the beginning it was um purge no i'm okay i'm in 5d no shit i'm purging again no no i'm okay i'm up here and i'm purging again and they came quick and they were what they were they were very sort of present moment things and they eventually they they got longer and longer so that they, but the more intense, more very hardcore, so that you could go, let's say, months, and you were okay. But then something happened, and like now, and you drop, and you get hit hard, and you have to face a new uh, layer or level of um, low frequency within to release it. 
And that's and that just catches us off guard. I don't know that it'll ever stop. It will stop in these intensities. Um, and we will be quite balanced once we get through this diversion because we won't have to face so much of this purging. And things will be on track. We'll be in our own timelines, that kind of thing. Not sharing it with such low frequency. But um, we're always going to continue, like I said, uh, to expand consciousness. And it's always going to come through experiences. And those experiences are going to be challenging. Um, and that's just the nature of it. But we are learning to stay out of the fear. And we're learning that with each experience comes something new. Like the Sesame Street song. I should put that back up. I'll put a link to it. You're going to like it if you're sort of, I don't know having a hard time right now. It's just light and fluffy, even though most of the time I don't like light and fluffy when I'm purging. Um, I'm, I mean, we really are at that point where there's just, there's nothing left that you can really do except to hold that harmony the best you can inside and sit with the horror show that is the disturbance in a toroidal field coming back around for you to uh, bring it into harmony even further. And it's this effort, it's these this ac- action or this activity of smoothing out um, sort of the, uh, uh, I don't know how it's put, this, this, these distortions in our toroidal field that aligns us for um, a big shift as these other catalysts roll out and the energies change and the Schumann resonance frequencies change and the electromagnetic fields change and the electromagnetic fields of your consciousness change. You know, it's the governors are off, the limiters are off, and uh, and we're always sort of pushing in these contractions, pushing at the at the gates or the ceiling, and then it releases and we rise up even you know more. It's just a lot of people are not they're just not um, they're not moving up, they're staying locked in, and I think the lock in is done. I'm not saying more people won't wake up in different uh, in different ways. I think for the most part, even the big catalysts uh, might have people uprising, but there's going to be still two schools of people potentially in those uprisings, one who are deeply rooted in fear, anger, hate, revenge, and sort of kill and death, and there'll be others who are just looking to leave it behind, and they just want to sort of step up and push the uh, old system over and begin to um, live a life again, and it's it's going to be a different kind of frequency that's not so much about... Um, fear and hate it's still going to be about unity and they're everybody's still going to want change um i don't know do you know what i mean like it's i'm trying to i don't know i just i know that those who are deeply rooted in fear and who bought into the old system if something so shocking happens that it changes their paradigm uh what does that even look like you know what i mean that shatters the reality of those who refuse to let go yeah, see, there's just we just don't know. It's all new to us, but all that shit's going to happen. Okay, that's it. I don't have any more insight. It is a purgy day, and I don't know how long it's going to last, but um, sit with it, see what happens, learn to stay in the now, and uh, and use the opportunity to heal. And maybe stay distracted from the stupid shit that's in the media. Because it's, it's just going to be an endless sort of surprise bag of stupidity and horror and the ongoing tennis match, you know what I mean? Um, but it does seem to like it's ramping up with um, with a shift from, a shift of power. Um, 
the delays seem to be coming to an end. I'm going to leave it at that. I'll talk to you later.